What's up, guys? This is the Black John Travolta himself, Frederick Miles, from the Art of Being Human podcast. And Castro's making me plug where you can find our podcast, as if you're not already listening. But just in case you're not, here's where you can find us. You can find us at Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Uh, be sure to check out the uh, latest episode of The Art of Being Human, uh, which is available now to the public. Is there anything else you wanted? Was there anything else? Am I done here? The lasso, Castro the asshole, turn him in a mincemeat for a ramen casserole. Beat it to a thick booty bad bitch. She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage. Pussy fried catfish. I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks. I ain't never had shit till I turned to rapping. Poor rapper the rapper, Kappa Lambda. I'm on some fred shit. Packing on Packers damage, damning or stacking damage. Acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoop me with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a lunch with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking, ho. Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. Uh, in the building with me today, man. Two titties here in the motherfucking building. Always as usual. Here. Always in this motherfucking booth with me, man. But today I got a very special guest, man. Uh, Local Tulsa DJ, man. DJ Sir Mike. Been doing this motherfucking thing for the longest time, man. I first caught wind of my cat uh, at a show we did a while back at the Juice Maker Lounge, man. It was my first time ever hosting the show, man. And I could not help but admire every time I was talking. My man would scratch my shit up and it would sound so raw. I was mad uh, into that because I'm a big old school hip-hop fan, man. And Scratching is a big uh, part of that and a part of the old culture, you know what I'm saying? We, we don't get too many scratches these days, but... Absolutely, one of the elements, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. most definitely, most definitely. Uh, man, it's a privilege and an honor to have you here with us, brother. Thank How you, are man. you doing? Oh, man, same suit, different tire. You already know. I dig it, I can dig it, man. Uh, man, I want to just jump right into it with you. Uh, previous to recording, man, I had... Uh, Mr. Sir Mike here sent me uh, some of his old content, man. Well, we go back to like 2011, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Way back to, uh, what is it, those uh, those boys? Those guys. Yeah, yeah, those guys, man. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. Just how you got started, all of that shit. Man, those guys was uh, just a little project. Me, my brother, and my best friend CJ uh, just put together. Me and CJ stayed in the same crib at the time. You know what I'm saying? So we just put the mic up in the living room and we were just, I was throwing beats around and eventually we just got on the motherfuckers, you know, start perfecting the craft. Right. Uh, one song led to two, two song led to five and then shit, we was like, fuck it, let's drop some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't mean. 
Was this your first time uh, rapping? Ah, oh, hell nah. I started really rapping when I was in high school with uh, my homie Mike, Aaron, this motherfucking CJ. You know what I'm saying? Some high school shit, bro. Mm. We all used like Acid Pro. Like, that was like a fucking digital audio workstation. We used to make beats and record and shit. We go after school, like, smoke some weed and just work on music, bro. And then I had a, a, a studio at home. So I was just making beats and just listening to, like, records and shit at home, just practicing, scratching and shit. I can dig it. Man, so I'm real curious. I'm all about the history of okay, things, especially okay. when it comes to the history of the culture of hip-hop, man. Yeah. What got you involved in just uh, from jump? What, what was your first, like, introduction into hip-hop, man? How'd you even get into it? Talk to me about that. Man, my mama used to take me to uh, the motherfucking uh, library summer programs at Rudisell and shit on the north side. Okay. Uh, so we had to get, like, all these books... I'm like, fuck, you know, like, if I'm going to read all these books, I want some music. So, mind you, they got a bunch of music in the back, and they always had all the new release of hip-hop, jazz, rock, like, anything you can look at. <coughs> so, uh, I went back there. My first CD I think I ever listened to was uh, Illmatic, Nas. Okay. You know what That's I'm saying? That's a great start, though. Yeah, and uh, The World Is Yours, mm. that was just like, that was just like my go-to. You know what I'm saying? Something about that piano. And it just had me, like, to start studying shit, you know, like, what is rap? Like, who came before him? Who else was cool and shit? Then I fuck with Biggie, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, yeah, really nice, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Man, that's crazy, though. I feel like uh, <coughs> there was an uh, OCD store over on the North Star called 21st Century, and they used to have uh, new release CDs and shit in there, too. So after I heard it, I went and bought it from there and shit. That's real dope. Uh... My partner had a store called, I think it was 22nd Century. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, my brother Abdullah and his father used to run it. Uh, I don't know if it's the same store. I man. think that's what it was, bro. Like yeah, a that's, little head shop, bro. Yeah, but they exactly. Always had, yeah, they, they always did had piercings and shit out yeah. that motherfucker. Yeah, bro. I used to uh, skip work. Uh, I clock in, go lead a job to go hang out up there, man. That was my spot. My brother ran that shit. I mean. So that's real raw, man. Uh, yeah, Nazi is a wonderful place to even start into hip-hop. And then so... You deep dive into the culture then, you did. Oh, you yeah, yeah. You went and studied the roots and everything like that. Uh, man, what is hip-hop to you? What does it mean to you? Uh, how does it make you feel? You know uh, I mean? Honestly, hip-hop is my life, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, I just knew, like, right when I heard it, there's nothing else I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to get more in-depth with it, like... Just understand, like, how can I be a part of it? You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like everybody has a story to tell. You know what right. I mean? That's what hip-hop taught me. So I feel like, how can I create content, you know what I'm saying, with the story or help inspire somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because to be inspired is, uh, how do you say? You know, it's inspiring, whatever. But, yeah. like, it's everything, bro. Like, I can't, I can't live without, I don't know, I can't live without it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it's been bad. Like, ever since I can remember when I was a kid, like, I just always wanted to know, like, what was the latest mixtape coming out? What was the latest single? You know what I'm saying? Who's this motherfucker? Right. I started getting drums kits and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's everything, bro. So did you start out with beat making or, or MCing? Ooh, I started out with beat making. Uh, I play a few instruments. So I started out with that. And then I went to uh, rapping and shit. But it was more spoken word at first, you know what I'm saying? It was more spoken word and uh, open mic type shit. And then I started just like 
just rapping over my beats and shit finally. Right. Hell yeah. I can definitely dig that, man. I can definitely dig that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So with your old group and things, man, uh, y'all still in touch? Y'all still collab oh, man, absolutely, and shit absolutely. like that? Absolutely. You know, uh, just after we put out the living room, and then after we put out the living room, we went to Atlanta. And uh, we went to Atlanta for about uh, one, two years. We put out another mixtape called B-Team Starters. Uh, and then, like, after that, just kind of came back. Like, slowly start coming back home. I went to Louisiana, then came back home. But after that, you know, we all met back up, started smoking and shit again. I saw CJ motherfucking a week or two ago, word, smoking word. with him. You know, he married and got kids. And, you know, my brother, he's he got, like, three fucking jobs. So, <laughs> he stayed. He stayed going. That's real raw, man. On me. Hey, yo, so let me ask you, too. Uh... So as far as DJing goes, man, because uh, I only know the uh, hip hop side of DJing. I know cats like uh, DJ Premier, DJ Screw's one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Who's some of your big influences as far as just that element of hip hop go? It's motherfucking you say Screw, because I'll put them up there. But honestly, bro, it would have to be uh, Michael Five Thousand Watts. Okay. Um, let me see. I ain't trying to use the number ones you said. Uh, See, what I like while you thinking, what I like so much about cats coming out of Houston, you know what I'm saying, is that they did that real independent feel. You, They did that real independent vibe with things. They had nothing. They took it and made it into something. Exactly, you know? and like kind of made their own sound out of it. You right. know what I'm saying? Something like so crazy that people were imitating it like on both coasts and right. shit, bro. You know, and they won't give them their respect, but Houston... They did not, and I'm glad you know that. A lot of people don't know that. That's man, it. like, uh, bro, the whole screwed up click shit. Like, bro, everybody, bro. Like, fucking Cooper, uh, Chameleonaire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was real heavy on his mixtapes. Mixtape Messiah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All them shits, bro. Like, I don't know. Houston had a big part, bro. Man, motherfucking Texas, when I grew up, Mark Jones... Was my motherfucking Mike Jones? You hear me? Like that nigga was a fucking superstar. He was cold, man. Yeah, he was a fucking star. You know, like that two eight one three three zero. A zero 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 four. Yeah. But uh, my bad. I'm getting off to you. So uh, Michael Five Thousand Watts, uh, DJ Qbert, the motherfucker. He's a motherfucking like legend. You know what I'm saying? Like a turntablist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> The, he taught me how to do like the crab scratches, the baby scratches, transform and shit. And uh, my third one would be motherfucking DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay. DJ Jazzy Jeff is another fucking <coughs> a wizard on that shit, bro. Yeah. He turns the record into like the scratching into like instruments and shit, bro. It's fucking dope. Have you ever checked out any of his shit? Uh, I've heard of DJ Jazzy Jeff. Check I haven't got shit, to bro. study his shit, man. So that that sparks my interest on a whole nother plane, man. What even goes into how do you go about studying that crap? Where does one even start to look as far as scratching up tables and just doing everything it is that you do? You know what I mean? Because I feel like DJing and beat making, yeah. I feel like those are different planes, correct? Right. Yeah. It's it's different planes, but it's kind of the same. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like always keeping the rhythm you know what i mean as far as like turntablism like there was always when i was growing up there were q a videos you know what i mean and the q a is when 
in the video, the DJ will show you how to do it, and then he'll give you eight bars to do it back on your turntables. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like, wiki, 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 boom. And then, you know, you do it back and just keep practicing like that. And that's, that's so how fresh. I learn. And after you say that, you know, it gives me an idea to, like, deliver content out to, like, people and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, teach people, like, about turntablism and shit. I think that'd be You really know what I'm saying? That'd be, that'd be raw as fuck. You, you gave me a good idea on that shit. You already got the uh, YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, hell yeah, bro. But I be... I be bullshit because you know I'm like I want to put my beats on there. I've been wanting to put my beats on there for like almost eight years, bro. But as you're seeing people go and easily take them off, I'm just like, well, you know, what's the point? I'll never get no shit sold. On here. Right. <laughs> I never get no shit sold on here, but I definitely will. But I figured just use my shit for like platform because streaming right now is getting real big because of the pandemic and everything. So it's like the perfect time to kind of like just sit there and figure shit out and all that. I definitely think you could body uh, something like that, man. You cold as fuck. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, man, I spent a lot of time on the SoundCloud content as well, man. Oh, man. That's where I caught the uh, Insomnia. You know what I mean? Insomnia yeah, 12 yeah. was the one that I was banging. And then, uh, man, it was a it was a cold vibe when I was listening to it. And then 50 Cent came over with that, uh, <laughs> I think it was uh, Window uh, Shopper. Window Shopper, was yeah. the joint. And I was just like, yeah. nah, bro, he ain't do that. And he did it. And yeah. It added a completely different tone to the song and everything. It was just dope, man. That's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? When when putting those them projects together, man, those, those, those tapes like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's different than, I feel... At least for me and my experience, back when I used to MC, man, we go in the booth uh, and we crunch, we clock in, we crunch in a verse, boom. You know what I'm saying? A verse, two verses, a hook, whatever. When when putting together an entire, cause cause what you do is you create a whole entire field. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? With your your whole thing, man. So do exactly. you go and like grab tracks separately, man? Or are you there at the tables doing the whole tape when getting the, when making the tape? Ah, uh, bro. Okay. How's that so. go? Like when a I, set, what I, what I, guess, I did what I'm when I started at first, it was just taking like instrumentals and then finding acapellas and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? But then I uh, started putting them on SoundCloud. And on SoundCloud figured out in this algorithm, like, hey, there's people out here doing the same shit like you. Check out some of their shit as well. And that's when it dawned on me, like, oh shit, I can do these mixes and then promote everybody. You know what I'm saying? And then put it on a platform. I just ain't caught up on my track list. I think I stopped on like fucking six on the track list and shit but it's just doing something like that so it, it just it started off just on some bullshit like something I do when I'm high as hell just want to spin and shit right and then my roommate was like bro just go ahead and uh start putting that shit on there you know on SoundCloud and shit and I did and it went up so I was like fuck it yeah, I definitely fuck with them insomnia. Thank you, man. That means, that means a lot, bro. Stupid cold, bro. Hell yeah. Simple, uh, simple idea, bro. I'm just let me paint the image, the the, the division of uh, what I was doing. Okay. Because it it completely matched and it was it just and that's what I'm saying. You create a field connected with my soul, man. When that shit came on. Damn, bro. So it was beautiful, my brother. That's what's uh, up, bro. Don't yeah yeah feel that that shit was nice. So man, I'm I work overnights. You know what I'm saying? In my real job. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I work yeah, overnights. Yeah. I'm a security guard. So I'm riding. All I do is ride around. You know what I mean? All day, every day. I don't really get out the whip, nothing like that, man. So I'm there. It's nighttime. You know what I'm saying? Probably about two in the motherfucking morning, bro. Rain. Yeah. Start falling down, and that I put that insomniac on, bro. And it just, it's a beautiful scene, bro. It made the whole world around me just absolutely gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Mixing in with the beats and the vocals. It, makes me happy, bro. it was really nice, man. Hell I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, 
I was satisfied. It was refreshing. That's one way I could describe it as well. It was just, it was just refreshing, man. Like taking a drink of water. You For know real. what I'm saying? Like Insomniac was just that. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I couldn't go to sleep. But you know, like I know that music is therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? And even though, like you know, the beats and shit might get weird sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like music is universal. You know what I'm saying? So it, it all connects in a sense, and that was just the whole sense. You know what I mean? Of just putting some, like, just, just being in a different dimension and shit, just doing, like, whatever the fuck you want to. It definitely captured that for me, man. It definitely Absolutely. made me feel, uh, you know what I'm saying? I caught the whole feeling, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, sir. Uh, man, so how long you been doing hip-hop in Tulsa, man? I've been doing hip-hop in Tulsa since I was about 17, 17 years old. Okay, so you've been around. Hell you done yeah. been around, uh, you done seen, uh, I'm sure, the waves of different uh, people. Hell yeah, bro. Um, I started off, like, really in the Tulsa hip-hop scene, being a DJ. Um, there was a, a management group called Afton Tulsa, mm. and they go around and they, like, book local artists, and you sell tickets to this one venue, and then you get a cut by however many tickets you sell. Like, still probably the same system to this day, but, you know, I started right there. And I kept doing shows there, and then um, like one time K Bezo came through. K Bezo, yeah, they did uh, they be jigging and shit. Yeah, exactly. So then like uh, by the time I was like eighteen and shit, but they was like, bro, you want to DJ for K Bezo at the side stage or whatever? I was like, yeah, cool. And then um, after that, it was just kind of went up. I kind of took like a little bit off to like affect my craft and shit, you know, because I wanted to do my own shows. I was like, I'm tired of like. You know, doing uh, shows with other people and shit. So I started studying the game a little bit more and just went from there. Right. Man, who are some of the great uh, MCs that came throughout time with, with Tulsa, man, that you got to witness? Because I, I, I know the boys that we uh, running with, and I know when I was rapping there were some cats, but I'm sure there's cats before, you know, uh, that you got to peak. It's say is one. He was real cool. He was always, like, at somebody's gas station selling CDs and shit, you know what I mean? Uh, the group 918, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking tragic what happened to him, you know what I'm saying? Over a few groups and shit, but that was just, that, that whole story was crazy. Uh, man, who else from the town? Uh, maybe people who look, like, maybe around my age. Uh, Alexis Renee. Hmm. She was really standing out when I was uh, a little bit younger because I seen her on one and six at Park, and she was on the freestyle shit. And I was like, damn, she talented as a motherfucker. And shout out to Alexis right now. Uh, who else I seen? Um, honestly, the cat, like some of the cats you see here right now, like like they were here like about. You know, eight to ten years ago when I was fucking with the scene, like, uh, Tone, you know what I'm saying? That was like the 420, uh, the Air District, you know what I'm saying? And Steph yeah. and all them, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really been, you know, they actually been putting in, like, you know, decade-plus years in this shit. So, like, I got to put them up there, too. I think Earl has been around Duh. for quite some time. Like, man. that's in, in verse, you know what I'm saying? Oil House, right. bro. Mike D, bro. Like, shit, bro. Like, it, a bunch of motherfuckers. Music Genius was dope with uh, Ubi and, uh, you know, with, with Earl and, you know, his people. Right, right. Uh, the Music Genius crew before all that uh, 
the other mook and shit happened. That shit was trash. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel like we had some. We got some cats. Oh, you took it back. That's like Electric Circus and Yeti and all kind right. of shit, bro. Like, damn. I really think about that, but it's been a lot of Tulsa artists, bro. Like, stupid, stupid big impact. Bro. Most definitely, man. I'm just real into the history of it, man. And I feel like we're definitely building a history ourselves here in Tulsa, man. man. Uh, as far as the Tulsa sound goes, man, you were part of creating the sound for Tulsa, the whole aesthetic, you know what I mean? The vibe, man. What does that sound uh, like to you? You know what I mean? What is that that whole vibe that y'all are creating that we create now here? Right, as a right now, I can't, I can't even put my finger on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's so the the sounds are so diverse. You right, know what I'm saying? like in this one big pot. Like, honestly, nine one eight was originally known for you know G funk and shit. You mm. know what I'm saying with the Gap Band. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like nobody really had a sound like Gap Band when they came out and shit. You know, and uh, I feel like you know G funk really originated here. But right now, bro, this is some, it's some. I can't. This it, ain't one genre, bro. It is, this is a, there is mad mad variety, especially with the little shows that we've been putting on. Because uh, because the, the rap has like sub genres. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like you got your chill rap, then you got your hype rap, then you got like your uh your metal your death metal rap. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm seeing all this shit here, bro. So it's like fuck. Like, it's great. It's mad unique out here right now, For man. For real, bro. Uh, I'm definitely digging a lot of the artists we got coming up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just hoping we're headed in a direction, and I feel like we are, to where being on the map is something that's uh, that's evident. We we are coming. You know what I'm saying? People are observing. They are. I definitely feel like we're building. We have a community here. You know what I'm saying? I feel mm -hmm. like that community is starting to get real motherfucking strong. Uh, do you feel the community has grown uh, through time uh, since you first started to now? Oh, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep growing, too, bro. I definitely agree, man. It's going to keep growing. You start seeing the moves now. You know what I'm saying? You can start seeing, like, all, all the moves to, like, make sure that everything that uh, we do is in-house. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, that every, you know, we all get a share of the cut and all that. You know, shareholders and all that. So it's 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 a cool little thing. Just I feel like uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of untapped shit out here though too. So yeah, man. So talk to me a little bit about some of your Spotify projects, man. You know what I'm saying? I caught some of them on the SoundCloud as well that mixed in, but you mm -hmm. know, just talk to me about that shit, man. Uh, the Spotify projects was when I came back. To Tulsa, and uh, I was staying with my homegirl BB and my brother Juice, and we just always making a bunch of music and shit. And then uh, I was trying to just throw some projects and shit together, but then like the whole squad, like I don't know, just end up like not fucking with each other no more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's like, but not no no not no like falling down shit like that. Just niggas go their separate ways. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it happens. Not everybody's really serious about music like you are. And then that's when you realize like, oh, okay, cool. Let me just backtrack and uh, see how I want to do this shit. Because everything from probably like 2011 to like right now has just kind of been me like affecting my craft type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I really haven't like 
drop albums because I wasn't like looking for a record deal, you know, mixtapes and shit. Or whenever I drop, you know, I got like free control to do whatever I want to. And I'm still kind of skeptical on the streaming shit, you know. Like I still just kind of want to sell shit without no DSP. Yeah. I want to be the DSP, you know, but that takes like, you know, how to become an aggregator and like, you know, it's a bunch of like fucking nerd shit, you know what I'm saying? So then you just take time to like do your research and study. You know, gotta find a balance, not stretch yourself thin. Right, right, man. I definitely feel like we were talking about uh, Houston earlier with their independence and what you described to me uh, just a minute ago, just now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds like independence, man. I definitely feel like uh, as an artist, man, there's a power that comes with being independent. You know what I'm saying? With doing your own thing, it takes a lot of grinding. For real. But I feel like when you do it, when you get there, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 so much more worth it. You know what I mean? Right. And I gotta remind myself that it's also a business. So, you know, I gotta like start going to these summits and conferences and shit that they offer out here about the music industry and shit because you know, I feel like once you get a better understanding of the music industry then you can go in there and like maybe ask them like, Okay, well here's what I want and shit or here's like what I wanna do and shit like that. You know what I mean? For real. Most definitely, man. I could definitely dig that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I had a question for you. Absolutely. It slipped my mind, though. Give me 10 seconds. Oh, yeah, man. Talk to me about this radio shit you're doing, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Don't plug all of that up. I'm on the uh, community radio station on 91.1 every Friday, uh, 10 p.m. Um, it's just, I really just play a lot of local artist music. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just play like, uh, like my little insomniac vibes or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I bring in special guests, but I'm trying to put a platform out there just for all my local artists. You know, uh, the more I've been DJing, the more I've been running into like super ass raw talent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm just like, bro, just you know, just come and get an interview or some shit. Or just send me some music. You know what I mean? And let me just put your shit in rotation. Uh, but uh, honestly, shout out to Gary and Lucas, man, because they really put some shit together. And uh, now you see that a lot of DJs are now coming over there and shit now you know what I'm saying so yeah. it's almost a whole town coming together like you said a, a community building up to support one another so it's it's pretty beautiful how'd you get plugged up with them uh Gary Mason uh knows of my rag he's the program manager and uh he be doing his thing over there shout out Gary most definitely man I think that's just real raw yeah. uh, as far as upcoming shit man what do we got to look forward to man what's going on there man uh, honestly just getting more consistent with probably like beat projects uh, I might go to YouTube and start doing music videos but I don't want nobody taking my beats so I'm not to rap on the motherfuckers you know what I'm saying so yeah. I'm thinking about doing like a short movie like 15 minutes and just making it all into like a motherfucking like music video and shit but it all goes together like three beats or some shit like that that'd be real raw yeah uh, other than that I got a lot of projects I'm working on with uh, Dial Tone uh, DJ No Name uh, I just got through finishing up uh, mixing that Mr. Wortham track uh, have you heard of Mr. Wortham? I'm not oh he's a good rapper bro amazing ass rapper he from here? yeah here in Tulsa bro Word. Yep. Um. let me see my homie Noriega, he got some shit coming out, some real, real hot shit. I still got a bunch of shit with uh, Adam the God and Roger Ken, I believe, too. Um, you ever heard of UMS, Marvin? Smith? Nah. No? Well, he's another local artist. I got some shit coming with him next month. 
Um, that's what I'm saying. To get you on this show with uh, name drop, I'm low-key taking notes of people to study. Well, there you know it is. Saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're plugging me up right now. Yeah. Educating. I want to do more. Sh- I'm definitely doing more shows. I just got plugged in at Juice Maker and shit, bro, uh, for Sundays. So, so you rocking the cypher now. It is yeah. your thing, man. Yeah, bro. So, I mean, we can just do... Um, sh- I'm, um, I'm trying to put it all together, you know, but it's all rushing in right now. And I'm like, fuck, I got a lot of work to do. Right. And then on top of that, uh, I got some ideas for the summertime, too, because uh, an eclipse is coming, and I want to do some shit when the eclipse comes and shit mm. in June. It's going to be fire. So Talk to me a little bit about that, man. Go into detail. I cannot go okay, into detail. Okay, that's right. That's now. fine. That's I'll talk fine. to y'all about it off the mic, you know what I'm saying? That's straight. That's straight. I see the world trying to open back up, but I'm just trying to play it cool right now, so it's going to be a lot more music and shit. Definitely by the end of March, starting April. That'd be real raw, man. We waiting, we waiting. Uh, Man, I want to talk to you a little bit more uh, about, you know what I'm saying, Jay, basically the beginning of hip-hop and the beginning of hip-hop for you, man. Uh, Just as far as some of the greats go, man. Uh, You know what I'm saying? You fuck with Juice? The movie Juice. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know... uh, Omar Epps and that motherfucker cutting up. I just ain't know if that was a influence for you or what. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, just talk to me a little bit more about the old school shit, man. Just uh, the elements of hip-hop. You one of the key elements, I guess is what I'm trying to say. The DJ came first. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you you play in that that position, I feel as fire as fuck, man. Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to be one of the pillars of hip-hop, you know what I mean? One of the... uh, Pillar positions, yeah. I guess I'm trying to say. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, what's it like rocking that position, man? Like I said, you paint the entire vibe. I feel like as a just, it is a position, but you know what I'm saying? Like uh, every pillar works together. You know what I'm saying? True. So you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm a DJ, but without like uh, an MC, a DJ's only a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like and you know like it, I don't know. It all goes hand in hand. But the, 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 like, watch people, like, move to, like, a certain uh, beat per measure and shit, you know what I'm saying? Or just vibrations and everything. It's it's really cool because I like to study as a science and shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then it just becomes, like, a scientific method. Like, hey, maybe I can mix this with this. Or, hey, maybe I can scratch this with this. Or, hey, maybe I can do this. So it always keeps me turning and just, you know, it's never, like, a dull moment. You know what I'm saying? It's always, like... Uh, something new. Um, man, I feel like uh, hip hop is that one genre that leads a voice to those who never had a voice. Yeah, you, you, can, say, you can say that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I feel like it's, it's a good time for a lot of these artists coming up out here in Tulsa. We, we finally getting a voice. I mentioned that a little bit about that earlier. Yeah. I feel like it's our time, it's coming. Uh, you know what I'm saying but I definitely feel like hip hop uh, was one of the like I said the genres that gave a voice to an entire group of people that didn't have a voice once upon a time you know what I'm saying and then they caught that voice and it caught a lot of people off guard when that voice happened you know what I'm saying it was shit that they had never heard you know what I mean it was was, uh, stories of things that they had never experienced right yeah okay yeah exactly and that's why like DJs and producers you know what I'm saying? Like, you can even say that for them because they didn't have really the instruments like that. That's why they went to the records and used samples. You right. know what I'm saying? Because they wouldn't have, like, instruments and really shit like that uh, in the slums or in the trenches like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So just the fact that uh, 
it doesn't it doesn't stop them from like making music and having a good time. You know what I'm saying? It traces back. You know what I mean? To like however long like you know we've seen black people been oppressed. You know what I'm saying? It's always taking like a shitty situation and making it better, right. even from the motherfucking food. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, make them take the pig butt and intestines and shit. Correct. You know niggas making chitlins and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right. hey, you know it's all about just uh that creativity. And, like, no matter what, it's your creativity. So just making yourself feel happy. Creating your own happiness is is a, a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why hip-hop, maybe hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, like, really has went that direction that it has. Man, that's one of the things that I've noticed about hip-hop, man, is when it first started, and for the longest of time, man, it was about uh, being yourself. You mentioned your own creativity and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very much about being yourself and being original. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes nowadays with a lot of the shit we hear uh, mainstream, you know what I'm saying? A lot of it does fall under the same category, just being the same shit. Back in the day, you know what I'm saying? A lot of it was about like, yo, son, your Adidas are fresh, but check mine. Uh, like, yeah, my shit cooler than yeah, your shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just about being you and the best you and can't nobody fuck with you because you 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 right. know what I'm saying and right. it, uh, that's one thing hip hop has always brought is that authenticity that originality you know what I mean that uh, that 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 you vibe you right. know what I'm saying so it's like I still feel like it's you know still kind of here today but you know just not as uh, big and major as it used to be you know what I'm saying like you know we see what the game is oversaturated with now that's cool and all, but, you know, real hip-hop still be there. And the real hip-hop heads will always motherfucking respect that shit. Right. For real. I feel like it is there, man, but I also feel like eh, hip-hop is going through an evolution right now. It's changing, you know what I'm saying? It's growing yeah, into the, yeah. next, the next phase or whatever the fuck hip-hop may be. Motherfuckers realizing you ain't got to have a record deal to do shit, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, you can get out here and, like, really be yourself and, like, make your own money and cut out the middleman, you know what I mean? So... Shit. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Uh, man, so outside of uh, motherfucking DJing, being a hip-hop uh, leader to the game right now, man, what else do you do? What do you do in your free time? What is life for DJ Sir, uh, Sir Mike like, man? Just in the meantime, when you ain't working on all these projects and... You know what I'm saying? Putting on shows, scratching tables, things like that. <laughs> Yo, um, I really just be at home listening to music and, like, I hope my video game for about an hour. What kind they, of games you fucking with? Bro, right now, I'm fucking with that Madden uh, 21. Okay. Yeah, I fucking suck at it, but, you know, I'm trying to get my shit up. I'm ass at Madden, too. <laughs> but all the games in Madden, I've never been good at them, so. I got, a twi I got a Twitch and shit now, so I'm trying to, like, stream more and shit and just, like, you know, kind of get my PR skills up and everything like that. Other than Madden, uh, I'm a big fan of Skyrim, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, like, shit cold. Yeah, like. Fucking up dragons and shit. That shit cool as hell. Um, I've been trying to get into some other games, but I've really been liking my music bag lately. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Fallout, New Vegas. This shit all cold. Hell See, yeah. and so we talked about radio a little bit off air and on air. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's where my first love for like, because low key, man, their radio station yeah. on Fallout hits. And it was my first exposure to what I considered like a pirated radio. You know what I'm saying? Or that's an true. underground radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of what got me interested in that. And then that's why I'm 
So I don't mean to be a nerd when talking to you, but with what you do, you know what I'm saying, with the radio and things like that, like you, you like our guy for that. You know what I mean? Hell when it yeah. comes to the hip hop scene, you like our our underground radio. I mean, we got them cats over there at 1053 doing their thing. They do hip hop music, but like. Oh, yeah, shout out to Ali and all them. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, big I'm love. Mama, but like, Mama Tulsa, for real. When it comes to like the underground side of things, you know what I'm saying? So that's DJ Sir Mike rocking the waves, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I I, I want to stay in that bag. Don't get me wrong. I will definitely do your mainstream billboard top 50 type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want all the bags, you know what I mean? But underground is me. Yeah, that's what catch me. Underground. Like, See, underground. and what's cool, man, is in order to make it to that top 50 as an artist, they got to cross... DJ Sir Mike Sir Mike's path. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're kind of the conductor of okay, you get play. Okay, you get play. Okay, you get play. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Definitely, definitely get that. And I definitely want to put people on because a lot of DJs out here ain't really like uh, gonna give you the time of day. At least artists you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? They all stick with they uh, you know, you know their favorites and all. You know favoritism. Most definitely, man. So and, I mean, it might work. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I I like like I started like DJing so I can like open up more to people. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm mega reclusive. Like just be me and my girl at the crib, and I'm just like day trading crypto and shit, smoking weed. You fuck with trading and shit like that? Hell yeah, bro! I just bought some uh, Ethereum uh, in December. And that shit went up to like nineteen hundred, and went back down to fifteen hundred. So I'm glad I sold it when I did. Man. What got you into all of that, man? How'd you start studying crypto? And stuff? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, bro, I used to uh, buy drugs off the internet with cryptocurrency. In the, uh, what's that called? The the, the, uh, the dark web. Dark web. Dark yeah, web. Shout out R.P. Sick World. R.P. Sick Word. Yeah, so I used to buy like a lot of uh, drugs on that. And then uh, there was a lot of websites with uh, video games to have you earn tokens with that. Because, you know, it was stupid cheap back then. It was like... Maybe fifteen hundred for a Bitcoin or some shit like that. But yeah, I feel dumb now because now I realize like shit. If I knew like Bitcoin was gonna lose like that, and I had all the money I spent on drugs from the dark web, like I probably would have came up like a hundred thousand or something. But anyway, so yeah, I started fucking with it like that. Uh, one day I left some money on an account, and I was like, oh shit. It went up like three hundred dollars, and then I started, you know, doing my research, and then I realized it's more like a stock market, and I'm like, hmm, all right, I fuck it, I'm just do both. And here we are. You uh fuck with King Spencer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, he dropped a track a while back, uh, called Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yes, sir. Yeah, Ash Caps actually gave him two hundred dollars in Bitcoin because Word. he made that song. Word. Like uh, not he made a song. The year before last about Bitcoin too, or last year about Bitcoin too, and they throwing some money and shit. Yeah, that was my introduction into Bitcoin. Shout really? out King Spence. Yeah, Hell when yeah. he started talking about it, because we ain't unfortunately, but more so now we are getting to where like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody talking about it. You know what I mean? All the youngest, I, I, we all I know. talking about it. It's, it's becoming more of a common thing But before that It was suit and tie motherfuckers Talking about hey, that kind of shit Now you got Cats in the hood Talking Hey bruh Get up on this Bitcoin We finna change the game You know what I'm saying So King Spence was my first Time I ever heard somebody like Like, like growing up You know what I'm saying Like people be like uh, Bitcoin Or you know You knew people who know Bitcoin Like not a cat weird Right, Bitcoin, you know what I'm saying, or you know they like they're like uh, just in the cut. You know what I'm saying. You never hear from them and shit. They just got it like all stocked up and shit. Like I don't know, it's gonna be big, uh, but I still got my 
I'm still kind of got my problems with it, just for the fact like, um, if shit, if shit burst, like when the bubble bursts and shit, you know what I'm saying? They say it always goes back up, but it's not a guarantee in Bitcoin. Like if the stock shares, like if the market crashes, then like, you know, I feel like we'd be in some deep ass shit, you know what I'm saying? But if, you know, like the Bitcoin market, blockchain crashes or whatever, you know, I feel like someone would just got, would have got away with like a bunch of money. Right. But, uh. I mean, I think that's good that you got your uh, questions about it, though. You know what I mean? You should always you got, hey, question you the got, shit. You got to do your research, bro. That's money, you know what I mean? Like, that's money. If not, you might as well just throw that shit away. What other type of shit do you study, man? Do you read anything like that? You seem, you seem mad intelligent, well-spoken. Man. You know what I'm saying? Do, what, do, what do you study? Uh, do you listen to people that, you know what I mean? I uh, do. My, uh, my girl, she got me listening to audibles and shit. Yes, sir. Uh, I like Carter G. Woodson. Okay. Um, Asada Shakur, Tupac's mother, mm. also has a good book out. Um, I forgot the name of it. I'm not gonna. It's on it Audible though. I believe so. I'm gonna yes. have to keep that. It's not, but it's. It, I think it was her biography. Like that shit was. Like, that shit was pretty fucking amazing. She was a Black Panther, a freedom fighter, and yeah, things. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Dipped off the Cuba, like fuck y'all. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real. That's real wild. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Thug for real. True indeed, true indeed. And it's just crazy to see how that shit uh, rubbed off on Pac. Pac was a revolutionary, you know what I'm saying? Hell to yeah. A prophet of sorts, you know what I'm saying? When he came, all that man did was talk the truth. He led, he was definitely a voice to the people, you know what I'm saying? And for the people in the time, you Hell know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and still to this day, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, that's dope. What else you reading? Um, let me see. Is reading something you do often, or is it just in passing when you can get to it? Uh, well, it's in passing. I got like this big ass bookshelf of books in the living room. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm just like playing the waiting game or something, then hell yeah, like I'll definitely pick up a book and shit. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I like books. I like books too, like adventure and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it don't really matter. I was reading the fucking Mega Man. It's like this old ass right, like right. adventure book and shit. That's dope. <laughs> Mega Man got games and shit too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, to see that it had a book, I was like, let me just check this shit out real quick. You know, it just kind of took me into like another spot and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, man, so you you mad busy? You do a lot. Uh, there's something that I always ask people that come onto my show though. You know what I'm saying? When when dealing with this uh, kind of pressure, you, you got a lot going on 24-7, correct? Right. So what is self-care like for DJ Sir Mike? How do you take care of your, you, your inner self, man? Is there, you know what I mean, anything that you do that's just, just specific to you, man? Be that kicking back, I'm going to play my game right now, you know what I'm saying? Or working out, that, meditation, that, things like that. That's definitely it. That's definitely it. Meditation is definitely it. Uh, nigga need a workout. Um, every spending time with my girl, man. Like she, she's really my comfort, and she understands. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be working five to six days a week since you know, like, since I do shit on my own and shit. So you know what I'm saying? Like, really spending time with her, like, really makes me relax and shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, a good documentary. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I love a fucking documentary. I'm all about conspiracy theories too. I believe in aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like, word. I think not living is an inside job. I feel that. Uh, just reading up on like astrology and like meditation, astral, astral projection. And That's real like raw, that. man. Yeah, I get off on a lot of that same shit. Right, like little rare artifacts and shit. I was reading up on some shit like uh, 
the shit was called like diastin or some shit like that. Okay. They like the goggles, and you can see like people's aura and shit. And it was just like holy shit. But the chemical is like banned in the United States government. I gotta, uh, I'm gonna try to send you a link when I find Definitely, it. Definitely, man. That shit is like fucking wicked. Like I love like rare artifacts and shit. Um, bro, traveling too, bro. Like I just love getting in the car with no destination. That's like my go-to. You, you been out of this country yet? Hell yeah, Canada and Mexico. Oh word. Hell yeah. I know we talked a little bit. I don't know if you remember at your last set at the Juice that I was there for. Uh, you had a beat come on, man. It reminded me of some old samurai shit. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we got to talking about traveling to Japan, man. Is that man, something I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. The Japan culture is mega. It's just 10 years ahead of time, bro. It is. Fashion capital. They got all the gadgets. All Everything. I love anime too, so I'm a big anime nerd, man. Bro, yeah, I've been watching uh some shit on Netflix called Invasion Something. Yeah, and that shit's been fucking crazy, bro. See, I ain't got to start that yet, but I hear it's pretty dope, man. Uh, real quick, man, as we getting close to the end of the interview, man, I want to go ahead and uh ask a basic ass question. Okay. But it, but it's important nonetheless. Yeah. Very important for the. For, for those up-and-coming, man. For those up-and-coming, man, because you've been around for quite a bit of time now, right? Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? You working hand-in-hand with most of these artists. So not even up-and-coming. Right. Just artists you coming in contact with right now, other DJs, uh, all kinds of... Just just um, yeah. people you Producers, work with. Yeah, yeah, everybody, man. Like, what's some advice you could give these cats as they on their hustle, as they doing their motherfucking thing, man? What's some, what's some advice you could lend to these cats? Man... If there's one thing I can tell you is that talent itself is not just going to do it for you. Uh, consistency is key. Mm. You have to keep going. Even when you want to give up, you have to keep going. Uh, whatever you do, try to find hustles in that too. You know what I'm saying? If you're a writer, start thinking about writing verses for people. You know what I'm saying? Start thinking about writing commercial lyrics, you know? Oh, if you're a producer, start thinking about doing beat jingles, you know what I mean? Like, find find a passive income outside of just, like, what you're actually thinking and shit, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, network. Be open-minded, you know what I mean? Uh, express yourself. Don't follow trends. Be the motherfucking trendsetter, you know what I'm saying? It's cool to be yourself. It's motherfucking cool to be yourself. Just be you and, uh... Shit, sky's some motherfucking women. Most definitely, man. I can dig it, bro. Uh, well, you know what I'm saying? DJ Sir Mike, man, I appreciate you rocking the mic with us today, man. Sitting down doing this interview with us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the With All Due Respect podcast. Yes, I am your host, Castro X. Uh, two titty tear. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug. Hey, matter of fact, man, oh, plug whatever you need to plug. Oh, course. shit. Yeah, yeah. social media, um, all of that. Man. Good looking out to you. Fr yeah, right? Hell yeah. Good <laughs> looking out to you. <laughs> to you two times. Say it two times. <laughs> no. Uh, every Friday, 10 p.m., Eclectic Sounds, 91.1 FM in Tulsa. You can mm. catch it on all streaming platforms. Uh, no, I take that back. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, just find me there, DJ Sir Mike. Uh, Juice Maker Sundays. I got open mic. Uh, hopefully, I don't fuck that shit up. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. But uh, be on the lookout for an EP. Um, 
Shout out to Castro. Hey. Shout out to Tia. Hey, hey, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm very humble. I'm, I'm very, very humble. I don't do I do not do interviews, so. I'm happy is, to have you, bro. Like I said, yeah. I've been hyped up, man. We've been supposed to do this interview. For uh, like two weeks, I know. Two weeks, <laughs> I, I know. The and first time was on me, you know what I'm saying? And you came on your, when it was on you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you bro. Up, so. <laughs> I don't have a fucking manager, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Was you upset, man, when I, I had some shit to do, man? Some shit happened. How'd you feel? Was you like, I, man, I, this dude I, was canceled? No, I, I totally understood. Cause I was like, damn, like, you know, like. I totally understood. I can call your ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it'd be like, hey, bro, can we reschedule? You know I didn't want it to like, ruin the professionalism of things, but I was no, like, bro. shit, man. It's all, it's all good. We got to work on some shit, too, bro. Like, I would like to, man. I got an idea that I want to throw at you. I already talked to you a little bit about it on the phone, man. Okay. But, uh, I, and I got some other ideas, too, man. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, it's been a privilege to have you on the motherfucking show, bro. Uh, you dope. You badass. It's an honor, bro. You know what I'm saying? You put me in my nerd spot when I'm sitting with you. I'm just like, bro, let me ask you 50 things. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, you know bro. What I mean? So it's definitely an honor to have you on the motherfucking show, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Let me plug up this social media, man. Uh, what is it? Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at With All Due Respect Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, I don't know how to use that shit, but Two Titty will get at you, uh, and you can get at her at... A underscore broadcasting. Uh, you can get us on what's the other one called? Instagram. You can get at us on uh, Instagram on the Insta uh, at with all due respect podcast zero zero one, right? No. What it uh, go? You tell with me. all due respect zero zero one on Instagram. Yeah, that shit. And then you can get us uh, on the Gmail, man. If you wanna, you know, what I'm saying, send your man some thick booty pics, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Toes. Told whatever, man. We out here. <laughs> you can do that at, with all due respect, podcast 001 at gmail.com. Hey, don't be sending them janky motherfuckers either. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. We don't them talk them, shit. Talent toes and shit. Like, we don't like that shit. See, DJ Sir Mike know, man. Sending them dogs who you barking at you over the screen. <laughs> some of these bras got some uncomfortable feet, man. Man, they be bride wearing open toe shoes. I like, can't, and just proud. I love the confidence. The confidence, uh, the confidence is up here, like that. That's I feel amazing. it's misplaced, man. I feel it's misplaced. <laughs> wow. I feel like we need to go back to the drawing board and figure that out, man. Looking like they be walking on glass and shit. Terrible. I'm deleting. Photos um, and photos. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, did I plug everything? You did. Good oh, yeah, job. Uh, all all uh, social media. DJ Sir Mike, fuck with me. Most definitely, man. And he got some old tapes on Dat Piff, man. I don't know. Yo, uh, yeah. I think I do. Or, you do, uh, you or, sent or, hot new, or hot new hip hop. You sent it. That's where I caught the. Uh, <laughs> that's where I that caught. Nice. You good? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Sound like Gengar doing <laughs> <that> <laughs> shit. Fuck. That shit catch me off guard, man. Let me ask you about Gengar real quick. I'm, we about to get off. I promise. I'm about to. Let okay. You okay. Okay. What you think about Gengar though? That man raw. That energy. Crazy. That, that energy is. He about to open up for Afro man. Stop on the seventh, like, bro. You ain't know. No, at, at the shrine venue. At shrine? But still, no, I didn't. That's know. Afro man. Yeah, this the, Sunday, right? Yes, this Sunday. Gangor, bro. And fifteen dollars in advance, twenty dollars at the door. Yeah, Both of them boys. You know how big that is for them kids, though. To it's me, I mean, cool maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Like that's a big deal. I'm proud. They about to blow. That's what I'm telling y'all, man. Tulsa on the way. Yeah. Afro man gonna catch wind of Gengar talking about you a bitch you a bitch. I'm like bro come with me exactly. come with me my child exactly. it's time exactly. you know what I'm saying let's go get these ducats real quick for real 
I'm excited, bro. Man, I I wish he opened up for Tech Nine. Tech Nine, Tech Nine come. Coming soon though. Is he? Yeah. He's got Gengar to. might be the next dude. Gengar and KMJ, they would eat that would make I sat down with them, uh what was it, two weeks ago yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, he is coming to Kane soon. And they expressed uh KMJ definitely expressed a tech and strange music, that whole culture, which I can see is one of his Most biggest definitely. influences, man. Yeah. He was telling me a story, right? Uh about he had a dream of him on stage opening up for tech, right? He was at a tech show. Uh, this is KMJ talking, Gengar in the broom with his little self, you know, talking, doing all his little shit. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I had a dream. And I was on stage with a little dude that had little mini dreads or some shit like that. I'm, I'm slaughtering the story. Little mini dreads. And he was wearing a certain shirt. Gengar had the same shirt. This was before they had met, though. You know what I'm saying? And then they, they, they collabing. Anyway. I'm just saying, tech coming. He completely destroyed that story. I did it terrible, was a beautiful DJ, story. so I'm like, I apologize. That was, that was ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy, though, bro. Shout out to Gengar, bro. Keep fucking doing it. Another just, like, unique motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he's not in a box, like... At all, by yeah. any means. And, that, and that's beautiful. You, you can see it. Every time he's on stage, he's so just different. He, he lets... It's therapeutic for him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he lets all his anguish, animosity, like everything out on that shit, on the stage. It's beautiful. You can tell. You can tell. It's aggressively beautiful. For real. Like, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan as fuck. I met Gengar two years ago? Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah. He, solid ass dude. I need to collab with him too. I I gotta hit him up. Is this what I mean, bro? Like, I just be forgetting artists and I'll be like, hey, I still got that beat pack for you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need a manager. Hey, anyone out there want to manage me Hit me up. Um, we can work out prices and shit. I'm for real. I need one at least till like fucking July, please. I got a uh, fucking July. You got a couple more minutes? Yeah. Now that we talked about Gengar, I want to ask you about some other artists. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. What you think about Lovelace, man? Lovelace gonna blow. He called. Um, I want. I really want. Hey, Lovelace, I really want you to uh, drop some motherfucking, like, music on, like, either DSPs or, like, have people buy that shit, bro. To stay consistent with it, bro. Because if you come out with some shit, like, every month or, like, you know, just consistent, bro, you you be the truth. Lovelace the truth. He uh, is about to actually drop uh, an EP. Mm-hmm. So, that's on the way. You know what I'm saying? Four songs. Okay. I think it's all he doing on it. But, shit, he about to drop it. I bet I think it's gonna be that plus ultra that he does, uh yes. and his other little joints that he he does in his sets. But uh we got some cold cats, bro. And it's so different. You brush said it earlier, it's just so unique. There ain't one particular style. Oh, it's not, bro. And that's it. I feel like Tulsa is the old dirty bastard of hip hop, right? Because yep. in the Wu Tang they talk about there is no ma- there is no father to his style with the old dirty bastard in the Wu Tang. And Tulsa there is no father to the style. It's just we do us, us. whatever yeah. the fuck is natural. Yeah. You know what I'm whatever, saying? Whatever it feels. You know what I'm saying? We got a little East Coast, West Coast, Down South, whatever drill, whatever. It is. We, yeah, it's, it's just the melting pot of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Musically, it all comes here. Like little, like I can see it in like the next couple of years being like Austin, Texas, bro. That'd be raw, man. For real, like I, I can dead ass see that shit, bro. I like it. I would like it. I did. And I see the uh, I see the Kaiser family uh, supporting behind that shit. Uh, 
especially world culture music. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. You know world culture music, right? I haven't. I do not. Okay, so world culture music, music Talk is a festival it. in May that happens like every year. It was, uh, who was it founded by? Uh, don't crucify me if I get it all wrong. I think it was Steph Kino, uh, DV, Tone. So they do it every year and they bring like local artists out on like these stages around downtown Tulsa and shit. Uh, and that shit is beautiful and they always have like big artists come out every year like last year they had no the year before last they had Larry June okay you know what I'm saying like I got to meet Larry June real cool ass motherfucking dude uh, this year I can't ooh, I don't know if I'm confused. I heard that they bringing I would say I heard they bring somebody from Jet Life now word yeah this year now don't quote me but if it happens I'm gonna tag you in it and be like hey look I told you so Bad, bad. For real. But, uh, yeah, they always have submissions and they always looking for, like, it's the platform for all the local artists to come up there and show their shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like May 20, May 21st or some shit like that. Word. Yeah, bro. It's amazing. It's amazing, bro. I'm ready. I'm going to have to peep that out. Bro, I will definitely, like, send you flyers, bro. I'm probably going to be in that motherfucker. Dead ass. Like, I'm going to send you Dead ass. Shit, bro. Speak like, that into existence, man. I'm uh, ready bro, to yeah, yeah. that shit. World culture is always fun, bro. Hey, another question uh, crossed my mind, man. Yeah. Like I said, we almost to the end. Uh, but it was a it was a question I should have asked you way earlier. Uh, hey, man, outside of hip hop, what else do you listen to, man? Because I hear a lot of jazz and your shit and all kinds of shit. Well, who else you fucking with? Yeah. See, I knew I needed to e ask you that one. Everything, bro. Um, rock, alternative rock. Lately, okay. Let me give you like this: the top five people I've been listening to lately. Uh, Tame Impala, uh, Portishead. That's like a, it's like hip hop and like jazz. It's like moody lo-fi shit. Okay. Uh, let me see. Daft Punk. They fucking just disbanded and shit. I'm like, it's fucking sad. Um, Miles Davis. Okay. Uh, Thelonious Monk. Ahmad Jamal. Those are both great piano players. Um, I like house music too, like that K Trinidad dude. He's pretty fucking dope. I literally like Thundercat. Thundercat uh, Cole. Thundercat is amazing. I found him on accident on YouTube. Thundercat is amazing. Who else I've been listening to? Uh, Stevie Wonder. Okay, okay. Stevie fucking Wonder, bro. Yeah, man. I was just curious. You seem very, like I said, you seem like a very open-minded, uh, you know what I'm saying, thinker. You know what I mean? Uh, and just overall human being, you seem very open-minded. I, I am. Willing to receive and study different things. I you am. Know, like, you you know? got to be humble about that shit, bro. You True know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be like you know it all. Which is like, your shit don't stink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just everyday motherfucker like anybody else, bro. Just love me some music. Right, right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, DJ Sir Mike, thank you. Hey, thank uh, you, man, for real. Happy to have you. You're welcome. Zoom you're zoom. welcome. I got some really good pictures of you guys. So. Iconic. Uh, <laughs> this has been the With All Due Respect podcast. I'm your host, Castro X. Uh, already plugged the social media. You did. So, tap in, mess with us. I'm going to talk to you later. Gang, gang. We out. Yeah. We out.